Yo. What up, what up? Yeah, episode 12. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Carbon Footprint, where we talk about everything. <laughs> Pretty much everything, right? man. Yeah. Everything, but you know, we, we do we do try to uh to to focus on where people have actually left, you know, some kind of impact. Yeah. Absolutely, and so and so with that, man. Let me start off with my 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 first, uh, you know, rest in peace this week um, to Regis Philbin. Um, this guy, you know, he died. And he's eighty eight years old. Um, he died of natural causes. Um, but this guy, man, like some facts about him that I didn't even know. I knew he was a New Yorker, but I didn't know like where. Dude was like born and raised in the Bronx. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I had no idea, man. He was born and raised in the Bronx. Um, graduated from from Cardinal Hayes, and I know if, uh, I know a couple of dudes that went to Cardinal Hayes. Yeah. Actually, my brother in law went to Cardinal Hayes, man. A couple of friends went to Cardinal Hayes. It was one of the it was one of the schools that actually because I, I actually moved from New York to Florida to to begin high school. Okay, but prior to that, there was like three Catholic high schools that I had applied for, and that was one of them. It was like them, and then Spelman, and then Xavier, which is another another one in, in Manhattan. But yeah, so you graduated from Cardinal Hayes, went to Notre Dame. Um, the guy served in the Navy. Oh, he, I didn't even know he was in the Navy. Yeah, he served in the Navy, wow. bro. And then he started his um, his career like in business in, in show business back in in 1961. Wow. So I think in like in in '83 he moved to New York. Started like a morning show, which actually came to be that like that live with Regis and Kathy Lee. Okay, so started off with that, and they were on that for a. Long he was on time, that right? for a long time, but then remember he left, and then it was like then Kelly Ripper, right? Well, sorry, he um the she left, Kathy Lee left first, yeah. right? And then um Kelly Ripper came in, and then Michael Strahan came in, and then I think uh, Ryan Seacrest came in after that. Yeah. So so the show actually went, you know, went for some time, and then he also did like. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, right? He was the first guy on that one. Uh, America's Got Talent, he was on that. So he the, was? Yeah, I guess so, I man. I, I don't know. I don't know if he I don't know if he did it in the beginning or if he just did a couple of shows, but that was on his resume. And he was what, almost 90? 88. Yeah. 88, wow. So Look, yeah, man. Good life, I mean, man. Yeah, I definitely lived a good lived a good life. And you know, one of those one of those really, you know, familiar faces that I remember my my mother used to used to watch him in the morning and you know, always sort of like it's funny how you think highly, right, of certain people that you that you've never met. The guy, the guy might have been a dick, right? Yeah, but <laughs> it's so very true. <laughs> it's true, right? We like we don't really know these people, but it's definitely one of those faces that I remember my, my mother always like. Oh, like look, like like that. That's Regis. a good guy. Yeah. Did, didn't he do the New Year's thing too? Like one of the New Year's Eve shows or one of the? No, I think it wasn't that Dick Clark. He probably. I don't right. know. He I might have. Remember. He might have done one of those. I don't know. I confuse my old white guys. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but yeah, you want to talk about leaving a carbon footprint, man? Regis definitely did. Um, uh, yeah, what a you, you you get to live close to ninety years and do all of that. You you serve in the military. You have all those TV shows. You get to. I mean, you had what, four or five careers, kind of you know, yeah. a lifetime. That's that's pretty cool, man. That's that's living it up. You know, yeah, you made the most of it. That's awesome. You know, I think that guy. You know, and and I always wonder when you think about folks at that age um you know when when they're approaching the end of their lives like you always wonder do they look back and and go i lived a good life do they do they have regrets and i'm sure you know i think we probably all do yeah but but I w- you would hope that at that age you would you would look back um fondly 
I, at, I would think at so. your life Him, unless obviously you know these people have skeletons in their closet or or shit you know people can be dark right so you never know but i would think if you're if you're him and you're doing a f- and you have that flashback i would assume that it's mostly like oh damn like that's crazy like who gets to do that yeah. unless you become so numb to it right like if you've been in showbiz as long as he has do are, do you wake up with gratitude or is it almost like an expectation at that point in time that that's just your life and you know what it's all it's all perspective right but yeah. but you got to figure the stories that can come out of come out of that guy's mouth right i mean that that's that's a guy that you sit across the table from and just let him talk yeah you don't say a word yeah you just <laughs> you just bring the notebook yep you just sit there and soak it in man that's that's wild, man. It's awesome, man. So uh, shout out to Regis, man, leaving yep. his carbon footprint. Absolutely. Let's raise the glass. Yes, sir. And if you're new to the podcast, man, we, we get together every week. We have a, a, a glass of whatever we feel like drinking that day, or a glass or two or three or four, um, and just talk smack about anything. We don't really have a... Uh, some people think it's always sports or always... We really just talk about whatever's happening and whatever sparks our interest. It's kind of like what happens when we get together, so... So speaking Pretty of much this speaking up drinks, what are we drinking? Because this thing is good. I know it's some kind of bourbon. Dude, it's you, a scotch because it's National Scotch Day. And uh, I think what you have right now is the Lagavulin uh, and Coke, which is a smoky Cokey. You mix it. Uh, it's it's fire. Lagavulin is awesome. Normally, I like Lagavulin by itself, just neat. I don't like to mix it with anything. But uh, the Coke, for whatever reason, man, they mix together really well and it brings out this smoky taste. So it's awesome. So if you guys haven't tried it, Lagavulin, the 16 year, I think this one is. Yep. Um, try that out with some coke. They're not sponsored, so <laughs> if, if you haven't tried it, it's like barbecued liquor. Mm-hmm. Yep, you know, that's like, perfect. It's like smoking, right? Like like somebody took the liquor and put it over a charcoal grill. Yep, it's exactly what it tastes like, man. Listen, man, I want to get into people dying because I think uh, just Lane Maxwell. Yeah, speaking is, of <laughs> speaking of depths. <laughs> And let me She's warn on deck. Let me warn all you now. If you don't like dark humor, and I said this last week, yeah. just check out right now. Yeah, for real. That's our that's Dude, your uh <laughs> Who is this warning. chick? Um so she is, I guess, for lack of a better term, the right hand woman of uh Jeffrey Epstein, right? I, I mean I don't know what to call her. She's his confidant, uh best friend, whatever your former lover, maybe. I don't know. I can't get I, I don't really know if that is legitimate but essentially was grooming young girls for jeffrey epstein and if you don't know jeffrey epstein there's a, a documentary on netflix just google it jeffrey epstein is like a, a, a guy who's really rich and nobody really knows why and he runs uh, or ran a massive pedophile ring and out, out of an island and anybody who's anybody in the world has some kind of ties to jeffrey epstein whether it's the clintons the trumps um anybody in politics famous people the royal family i mean everyone has ties to jeffrey epstein which is why jeffrey epstein is no longer alive because jeffrey epstein has a lot of dirt he's gotten he's pled out of this once before over a decade ago and served a sentence like in his home in a mansion on some pablo escobar type shit and um yeah i then he hung himself, and I'm going to use that term loosely. So if you yeah, can't see quote, me, I'm using yeah, air quotes. Quote, unquote. Yeah, hung himself, which no one believes, because the circumstances around his death are so uh, coincidental. Like anything and everything that could go wrong in that prison 
evidently went wrong that day. So it is the most poorly ran prison in the world. I mean, maybe Spirit Airlines runs. I don't know. Listen, but <laughs> well, you know what? Speaking of that conspiracy theory, right? It's like the same thing now with with Jelaine Maxwell because so they they asked Trump. Hey, like, you know, you have any comment about Jelaine Maxwell? And he very nonchalantly goes, oh, I don't really know what's going on. I wish her well. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks off. Right? That coming from a guy going, I'm not going to piss off Jelaine Maxwell. Because, again. You would imagine that she just, she probably has dirt. She absolutely on a lot has of dirt on a lot of people, including him. And then you, I don't know, man. There's there's also conspiracies out there that think Trump is, um. I've seen these things that they think Trump is actually when when he was referencing the whole drain the swamp thing that he's really talking about all these people with pedophilia ties. But oh yes, yes. So I've seen that, but I don't know you know how legitimate that is. Or but again, if you're him, if you're anybody in a position of power and that name comes up, do you not immediately go like just completely rip that person apart? Right, like that's like. I'm trying to think of who the like if someone comes up who's on charges for running like a probably the largest pedophile ring known to man uh and you go I wish her well <laughs> as well you figure even if let's say let's say for argument's sake right he doesn't know that she does that he definitely knows that she's involved or she right. was involved with Epstein right yes. so if you just go hey like no I have no interaction you know not nothing with her. I haven't heard from her in years. What's yeah. going on these days? <laughs> Why don't you tell me? She, but no, this dude was just like, no, haven't heard anything. I wish her well. Yeah, you're almost better off at that point going, uh, yeah, you know, whatever letter, uh, uh, you know, let's wait for the justice system to speak on that. Um, you know, I don't really know about any of her doings. If it is, it's a shame, you know, whatever, and then just move forward or just go. I don't really want to comment on that. But maybe that in itself, too, is bad if you don't comment on it. But there's so many people like the royal family cuts eyes with. Uh, I want to. I know that Charles. That's one of the prince, right prince somebody. Do you know how they must know something matter of fact for them to cut him off? Right, like they're not mm -hmm. just like you would stand by him and go, "This is blown way out of proportion," right? Like you know, and and you let it play out, right, in in the court of either public opinion or law or whatever. But they almost immediately were like, "Yeah, nah, he's out." which tells you that they know something right and and if anybody can find out anything it's probably the royal family uh, and i'm sure that all these guys have a lot of dirt going on man like just this what jeffrey epstein did you you need first of all you need the amount of resources and people that you need for to pull off something like that are massive and so the amount of people involved in something like that is massive um which just makes you wonder man like what the fuck are these people into and then have you seen now there's a movement of people wanting to categorize uh being a pedophile as a sexual orientation what yes dude okay 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 there you're gonna is, have to run that by me yes. one more okay time. so there is a movement say There's it one more time real slow okay for, so those, for those of us that don't have education <laughs> <laughs> there's a group of people right now man who claim that being a pedophile is no different than being gay or being trans they're saying that's our we have um something we have a a, a, a kind of like an undefined um issue which i'm like yeah duh it's called the mental illness you sick fuck but anyway so they go um that they have something that it's basically a sexual orientation and they're just sexually attracted 
to, to kids. kids. And they're basically now fighting for protections that other people with different sexual orientations get because they feel like, how is that any different than being gay or being, uh, you know, a trans or any other sexual orientation? They're like, how do you, which, man, I don't know if it was you, but I definitely had this conversation with somebody years ago going, it's only a matter of time before the pedophiles come out and go, oh, that's a sexual orientation. Like, I, I, it was one of those things where you can just see somebody going, uh, I can justify that that way. And, and there's this whole movement. Dude, with some people, I, I watched, there's like TED Talks on it. And I watched oh. the other day because it was fascinating. Can't talk on what? On this, on people defending this, like really? like scholars, dude. I, I <laughs> you know as you're sitting here talking, I'm actually going, yeah, like you could defend it if you're them. Yeah, like 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 there's a there's there's probably an intelligent way to defend it because obviously I think most of us would look at you know you think about pedophiles. And 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 it is it is disgusting. It's atrocious. It's unspeakable, right? It's an it's an act that's unspeakable. But I could I could definitely see somebody coming up with a way to intelligently defend it. Yeah, they can say, oh, I, I can't help myself, right? Right? Like that's like, what I'm like, attracted. Like, I don't to. want to, right? Right, like, right? I don't want to, but that's what I'm attracted to. Right. Um, I just. And think like and 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 let me play devil's advocate here, right? So, a long time ago, right, it wasn't unheard of for men to marry young girls, young yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, the life expectancy was so short too, right? That people were married at like twelve and had kids probably as soon as they could have them. And um, and so, I mean, essentially, like at one at one point, it was deemed okay. It's just not anymore, right? And so, like we've 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 grown as a as a, as a species, we've grown as as societies, and so it's no longer okay. It's just like you know, slavery used to be okay too. It's not anymore. Yeah, it's almost like back in the day they used to almost groom kids. Like, oh, that's that's gonna be so and so's wife or so and so's husband. And, Correct. And and it was really bizarre. And then they but, were, but the only they thing would... that changes right is our perspective of it. But maybe it's been education that's changed that right as as we've become kind of a more civilized species for lack of a better term is we've figured out oh you know what um these kids brains aren't developed enough to be able to make a smart decision correct and so we've decided oh we're basically forcing them to do things or they're or, you know when we're all kids we do stupid things or we or we say stupid things and we believe in stupid things and and, and I, I shouldn't even say stupid we just believe we, we don't have all the facts and we don't really make logical decisions as children and i think that at, at some point in time we decided like oh and we're letting these people have babies and get married and do all this stuff and we decided okay do you think me, of, this is not okay? You think about it, man. There's still societies out there that where the children are married off. It's arranged marriages, right? Like, why do you, you know, in in, in but is it at that age anymore? I don't think it's at that. Well, maybe no, there no, are no, societies I'm not even. That, I don't know. There, there yeah. could be at that age. I'm just saying in general, right? Where where parents get together and go, yep, like your son is going to marry my daughter. And and they make that agreement, and I don't know if there's any monetary exchanges. Oh, there are, or, yeah, for sure. Is there? Mm -hmm. So, in some you know, like in that, some cultures, yeah, there, there's monetary. There's even like uh, literally livestock exchanges in some cases, and like still to this day in, in certain parts of the world. Yeah. yeah, and so you could look at that and go, like, I don't think that's okay, right? Like, why as an adult is that person or those two people not able to choose whomever they want? Um, but you know, it's the cultures and 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 you know what people deem to be. To be okay, I don't think I'm not condoning 
you know pedophiles by any means it's just bizarre man because i'm going you know and i kind of knew this was coming at some point in time because it's like where do you draw the line every time you let a a a group into the club right there's another group that's going to be like well what about us right like so you know we we started having the conferences for the little my little pony lovers and then you start like (laughs) (laughs) now everybody wants a seat at the table man it's like you and I knew this was coming because, like you said, you can see someone trying to make an intelligent argument out of this and going, well, what about this, 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 this? And you have to almost say, listen, man, common sense <laughs> tells you that, right. that that's wrong, right? Like, and then um, it's but, just but com- so we, we know hard. common sense is not common. No, not at all. There's right? no reason. It's, it's not. And, 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 and listen, like we, you know, we're, we're all, you know, we're, we're all products of, of how we were raised of who raised us, of the neighborhoods we were raised in, of the people that we saw, the things that we were taught were okay or not okay. Like, we're products of all of that. And and listen, I, I've, I don't know of any societies that say pedof- you know, pedophilia, if that's the correct term, is okay. Um, and But I could see somebody making that type of argument. Oh, yeah. And, and intelligently comparing it to things that you and i would go i'm telling you no freaking way i'll find the videos to send to you um and guys if you just look up you know uh pedophilia defense ted talks (laughs) or just google it it's insane the argument these are intelligent people like literally and some of them are not pedophiles themselves so some of them are making the argument basically on behalf of pedophiles which is another weird thing but they're um you know, it, it's compelling for sure, because what they say is that um, and some of them, they're going, it, it's sort of like a it, it's a uh, a dysmorphia or a mental disorder. And they're going. But these people are afraid to come out and even get help right. because we've stigmatized them. And we're like, well, yeah, you. Sh-, but I do agree that you should absolutely be able to come out and go, listen, I'm attracted to kids. That's, and I feel fucked up about it. Like, where do I go for that? Like, I don't know if there's there's therapies or whatever for that, but I do believe that that's definitely some kind of mental illness. Or like, I think anybody who does something fucked up, but there's definitely some, like if you're a serial killer, there's, that's mental illness. Like there, there's no, you're a sociopath or psycho, but either way, there's something there involved that you're not all, all there. Right. So, um, it, it was fascinating. I think I listened to the entire talk because of all the argument. And I can't even remember stuff off the top of my head now, but I just couldn't believe, you know, because that someone would even make that argument. But to your point, I, by the end of it, I'm going, fuck, I can see how they justified that. I don't agree. I don't agree with it. Yeah, but I go, I can see how they got from point A to point B. I just don't think that's that's legitimate. And I go, and unfortunately in this situation, your your sexual orientation, it's you're almost victimizing you're, oh, you are. You're not almost. You're victimizing children, right? And so, unless you get kids who are consensual, and we've made the uh, the I shouldn't even say we've made the choice. We've or or that we've decided. Science essentially proves to you that cons- kids can't consent, right? They're not smart enough to right. consent to something like that. So they don't, they don't understand. They don't understand it. They don't understand the ramifications, something like that. So yeah, man, it, it's just. I, I don't know, man. I thought it was fascinating. I saw that whole thing and then just thinking about the whole, and maybe this, this is all popping up now because of Jeffrey Epstein thing. Um, it, but yeah, listen, she's hot, over under. How long does she live? <laughs> Who they have to kill her, right? You if, have to. If, if, she has, if she has that much dirt on people, 
right? And then it's you figure like it's only a matter of time. So they just killed that judge that was involved in the kind of an ancillary case, sort of connected, I did not but not connected. About that. Oh, okay. So last week they they there's a judge who got appointed to a case. Now she's had a lot of high profile cases, but they appointed her to this case between Deutsche Bank. It's, it's like a class action lawsuit and it's Deutsche Bank um, and, and a bunch of people. And they're basically saying that Deutsche Bank failed to keep taps on kind of risky clients, risky clients. And then one of the main people being Jeffrey Epstein. Um, obviously, if that goes to court and all this stuff happens, a lot of things become public, um, including who knows Jeffrey. And I don't know if this is Jeffrey Epstein's main bank account, but it's a bank account. Right. So you go in anything in any crime or in anything in life, you follow the money. And you're going to get to the sources. You're going to get to the what. You're going to get to the how. It's it's, it's really easy. Um, it, money's really difficult to hide unless you're operating in cash. And even then, you got to pull it from somewhere, right? So, um, so anyway, so this lady, this this judge gets gets uh, assigned this case. Someone posing as a FedEx driver shows up to her house, knocks on the door. Her husband answers. He shoots her husband, shoots her son. Her husband, I think, is still alive in the hospital. Son is dead. She was in a basement, so she didn't get attacked. Uh, comes up the guy runs off and somehow you know whatever like the next day they find him two hours away in the Catskills in New York and he killed himself you do not pull off something like that and then go off yourself I'm sorry and not with this guy so the guy of course now they're painting this picture of this guy who's mentally ill he's like a men's he's anti-feminist like men's right act you know uh, advocate and all this nonsense is that a thing yeah there's a lot of guys so there's he so he's on all this stuff and then of course he he kills himself i go nothing about that personality where you're a men's right activist and you're that disgruntled and you're that leads me to believe that you're gonna want you're gonna want credit for that right like if you're because now they're trying to basically say that she um had ties or, or was like, you know, she was super feminist or what, you know, so they basically try to paint it like, oh, he killed her because of this. And you go, if you did that, you want people to know you're not just going to off yourself. Like it just didn't make sense. And, you know, it just comes off as another uh, loose ends are being tied up here and there. Cause I wonder, did he even really commit the murder or, or was he a plant? Did they just off this random guy that they knew people weren't going to miss? Oh, yeah. And then you, you commit the murder, you know, maybe the same guy who off Jeffrey. <laughs> and then you go and you put this guy in as a scapegoat, right? Because then no one questions it. They go, I ain't killed him. So, yeah. It's, and, 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 and it's, it's close case. And then how do you know it's him? You find him in a car. I don't know. Maybe he left a manifesto or something. But two hours away, was he still in the FedEx uniform that he used? To, like I don't understand how you you tie this guy together, and and I'm sure you know through police work, whatever. It was, they have the, something, it was the Amazon truck driver. He, le- <laughs> he left the Amazon. <laughs> he took the Uber. The one that the guy left. <laughs> But anyway, so this guy, so this, I go, I wonder if they're just gonna off a bunch of people around just lane and then go, listen, you talk, like you're next. Like, do they do that and then go, hope that she keeps her mouth shut or maybe does off herself? Or, um, yeah, is it only a matter of time before it happens to her? Yeah. There's too many people with too much power involved for it. There's zero chance this goes to trial because now they've said that the docs can be unlocked. So the trial is going to be public. And normally a trial like this, I think, would be private because it's federal. Right. But not, they basically said they, they're unlocking all these documents. People can go on and read them. People can go on and see them. Um, I find it very hard to believe that this makes it to trial. I don't know. Zero chance. We'll, see, we'll find out. We'll see, zero chance. And I'm usually not a conspiracy theorist, but yeah, there's zero chance that this. Yeah, like you said, man. If if she, um, you know, if she ends up dead, like no one's surprised. There's no if, man. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, telling you over under. I'm gonna give her. Uh, I, I'm gonna say uh, she makes it to Christmas, <laughs> but, but not long after. <laughs> Dude, speaking of people dying. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, our segues are, are top notch. Are, are we on? Are we on death today? We so like, <laughs> have you seen all the the? And I don't know that anybody dies. I'm I'm I'm, I'm assuming there has been some deaths doing throughout these these riots. I'm not keeping tabs on that, but in Portland, okay. So that dude, they're still rioting over there. So what are they? Well, it's all from the George Floyd. Like it's all okay. stemming so from, that. from that. Um, one of the things that I found fascinating was, um, it's so Portland. I guess is 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 predominantly white, and yeah. so yeah, and so there it's actually predominantly white folks that are protesting. Okay, you know for you know for 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 um, you know against systemic racism and stuff, and so one of the things that I that I saw on there was that you know they were um, the 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 police and and obviously you know they sent in the feds. To yeah, go the, over there and they were like the kidnapping people, secret, right? Yeah. right? Whatever. But the, one of the interesting things that I saw this week, so they were spraying tear gas, right? They were like throwing tear gas in the street. And um, people were bringing uh, leaf blowers. <laughs> to blow the tear gas back? Oh, that's fantastic. No way. I was like, a leaf blower? Genius, that is bro. pretty genius, that's man. That's genius. I would thought you were going to say, oh, people were bringing like masks. Masks. Like at this point, they're wearing like- That would, make, sense. would make more sense. No, no, no. The leaf blower, bro. Like, right? It's genius. That's, and you just blow it right back. To, and now you can get battery-operated leaf blowers, right? So you just... I'll, what? Oh, man. Green and everything. Yo, people are so bro, smart, have you, man. Have you, ever, have you ever been around tear gas? No. Okay, so... In the Try not to. <laughs> you mean uh, you haven't rioted? Or, yeah, I know. I, I I know it sounds people like everyone would want to tear gas me, but I've never been seen you guys. Dude, so um, in in Marine boot camp, when you go to like you, you do your sort of uh, gas mass training, if you will, right? Okay. And so they 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 bring you into this concrete building. Um, but before before you actually go in there, um, they line you up outside. And we line up right outside the side of the building, and there's a window. And the windows, you know, the building is sealed shut for obvious reasons. (laughs) (laughs) So we're lined up outside, but that shit seeps through the window a little bit. So if you were by the window, you like you get some of it, and it doesn't it doesn't feel good, right? Even that little bit seeping out of. So you're supposed to be in the room. I'm assuming with masks on. Well, and then I'll get to that, right? So, so when it's your turn, they march you in there. And only, uh, you know, only, I don't know, maybe 20 guys can fit in there at a time. And you have your that gas mask on and you walk in there. And then, and they tell you this beforehand. So I kind of had this shit in my head. I had it planned. And then you have, to, you have to take it off. Because they want you, A, to kind of experience what gas is like. And B, they want you to be able to put your mask on and be able to stay calm and not freak out because what happens is remember you take your mask off the gas is is in your mask as well so even once you put it on there's a little bit still left in your mask you have to clear it okay so they basically don't want the first time you're in that scenario to be in the heat of battle or or in in right yeah no okay no no i mean and 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 it's kind of the touch the the military does does a does a you know decent job at at least exposing you to things that won't kill you so that you can be prepared for Yeah, I don't that know that do. the first time <laughs> that that happens to me, I don't want to be like raiding Osama, being like, time out. <laughs> this ship, this burns. <laughs> Bro, so let me tell you, man. That, it's, when you breathe that in out, now granted, I knew what was going to happen, right? So I'm going, okay, I'm going to go in there. They're going to have me take this mask off. 
I already know what this shit smells like from the little window. And so I'm taking really deep breaths before I go in there because I'm going, when I take my mask off, I'm holding my breath. Okay. And I think if I can take like good, like 10 deep breaths, I can hold my breath for over a minute. I don't know how long they're going to you know, make us stay there with the, with the mask off, but I'm not going to breathe. Because like I said, and I, and I did get a little bit of it outside and then inside when I took it off, I was able to hold my breath. But then when you put the mask back on, you have to breathe. You have to like sort of like blow out to like push whatever there is out and then you breathe in. But when you breathe in, you get some of it. Dude, it feels like you're dying. Like so that. What does it feel like? It's like, is it burning in your lungs? I don't even want to describe it as a burn. I mean, I guess that 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 that, that could be a good description, I suppose. But it feels like you like you can't breathe. See, I think I see it. Yeah, this is good because I assumed the name tear gas just went from it just disoriented your vision, like made your eyes water or burn. And so you're kind of uh, no, uh, incapacitated no. at that point in time because you're kind of just no, you're out of the game. When you breathe it in, the 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 initial reaction is get out of here. OK, as so a, it does feel as a okay. matter of fact, there was a guy next to me um, in that room that didn't do what I did. And he took the mask off. And he breathed some in and freaked out. And so he rushes the door. The drill instructors push him back. And they're like telling, like giving him orders, like, you know, like Don and clear your mask. And but this guy is like freaking, freaking out. out. And what he ends up doing is he grabs the drill instructor's mask and yanks it off. <laughs> That, so, that would be me. They got pissed. You know, <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> but anyway, what you do is so, so like they make you they make you clear your mask. And, you know, a- after that incident happened, um, you know, they made us you know, put our mask back on, whatever. And then um, you stay in there for a little bit and then you take it off again and then they make you walk out. And as you walk out, once you can once you're outside and you can start breathing again, not only are your eyes watering, your the mucus from your nose is literally like hanging down about two feet. It does not feel good. You're, so is it lethal though? Like no, like he said, I mean, it's not lethal. So he could sit in there and breathe it in and out. It's just uncomfortable, bro. It's beyond uncomfortable. There, there is, you know, how your body has like natural reflexes. Yeah, there is everything. Whatever happens when that thing goes into your lungs, your brain goes, uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> like you're not supposed get, to be like here. you ain't supposed to be uh, here. So that's my little, that's my little. That's wild, dude. Yo, man. Marine Corps story for the week. Uh, man, did you hear about who else wasn't supposed to be somewhere this week, man? Lou Williams? No. Heard about Lou uh-uh. Williams? What happened? Oh, man. So what you guys don't to, know Lou Williams is a basketball Lou? player for the <laughs> LA Clippers. We're going to get some sports a little bit. Was he out of the bubble? Yes, he was. Mm. Now, I'm going to give you one guess of where Lou Williams went. <laughs> so... Lou Williams got an exception to leave. So for you, for those that don't know, the NBA is playing in Orlando. They're in a thing called the bubble. They're basically confined to this uh, space in the Walt Disney World Resort. It's a couple of hotels, a couple of restaurants, and they're not allowed to leave there and no one's allowed in. That's not part of the NBA crew. Right. So or you're working at the hotel. Um, 
this is basically they're going to play the entire season for two, three months out of this bubble. And it's to basically keep the players safe um, and so that they're able to play the season. Obviously, they're having games without fans. I think games start this week. Um, so far, so good. It works. Uh, almost all of the NBA tests in the bubble have come out negative over, you know, whatever, five, six hundred tests, all negative. Um, so it's working. It's working. Their, their idea is working. Um, but you're allowed to leave the bubble for exceptions. Um, so Lou Williams had a grandfather who passes and he decides that he wants to go to funeral, obviously, and then um, leaves the bubble, which so they do make. So there are protocols in place. If you leave the bubble, then you're still testing every day that you're gone. And then when you return, you have to remain as long as you were negative the entire time. You can you can you're when you come back, you're still quarantined. Now you're quarantined from everyone within the bubble, but you're in your own separate kind of room, I guess. And are they for, limited for to where they days. can go? Yes, they can't leave the bubble at all. No, but I mean, if they get permission to leave the bubble, is there like... It's like, uh, like it's supposed to be uh, like only very special circumstances. Yeah. So the, and because what happens is, is when you come back, you have to be quarantined. So how long that quarantine in depends on how stupid you were when you were out, right? So if you tested negative the entire time and you didn't go out in the public, you, you said, say, I wanted to go home to be with my family because we had an emergency and we came back. Then you come back and I forget what it is, but it's like four or five days. You have to stay quarantined, assuming that you've been testing negative and then you keep testing every day, right? Lou Williams goes out to his, uh, his grandfather's funeral and it's in Atlanta. And he decides while he's in Atlanta, he wants to make a stop at Magic City. <laughs> For, the, for those that don't know, Magic City is a very famous strip club in Atlanta. Atlanta's nickname is the Magic City. Um, so it's a strip joint in Atlanta. Now, he claims that he went to get food, as you would at that type of establishment, obviously. All right? Oh, to get breast and thighs. He says know, it was a chicken wings. I think I walked in on like a cow and cow herd talking about this because they were talking about food at strip clubs and i was thinking nope i've never eaten at a strip no i don't know why you would want to but anyway so he gets caught and of course he's got a million excuses he's going hey i just stopped to pick up my food on the way to the airport it's like dude because they got banging wings because they have banging wings that was his thing he said wings he said, the, and then he and then he tweets like everybody knows that my favorite restaurant in atlanta is magic city which <laughs> You got NBA money and your favorite restaurant is Magic City. Now, I've never eaten the food at Magic City. So if anyone has, please hit us up. Let us know. Maybe it is good. Maybe it's Dude, worth frequenting for some wings. The legs and the know. breasts are on point. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Dude, so you go. I, you know what I can't get over, man, is how you got to realize. L let's just say that he didn't party and he stopped for food. You got to be smart enough to realize the optics of stopping at a place like that and you're an NBA player at one of the most famous strip clubs in Atlanta, which you know there's going to be other famous people there or other people there with cameras, other people. Like, you have to think these things like five steps ahead and go, how is this going to look if it comes out that I left the bubble? Because not only now am I putting my team at risk, you're putting the entire bubble at risk, right? You went to this place and now you show up and and if you're positive. So obviously now he's been quarantined for 10 days in the bubble. So he's back in the bubble, but he's quarantined for 10 days instead of the, like it would have been half of that or four days and he would have made it in time for opening day. Now he misses the first two games of the season on a team that's competing for a title. And so when on is, a, the, is on open, a Clippers team is, that's is opening day, when is that? Next Thursday. Week? Is it this, this week? Thursday. Oh, wow. So he's going to miss games one and two. And assuming he keeps testing negative, he'll be there for game three, which is early next week. 
Um, but you you're on a team that can compete for a title, and it's a limited. So now these are the seeding rounds, right? So these games matter because they matter. they're gonna yep. you know it's gonna put you somewhere. I just dude, you know, I go keep, through a Popeyes drive through or something for some wings or some, some uh, a wing spot. Something. Go get you a Popeyes chicken sandwich if y'all haven't had a Popeyes chicken sandwich yet. <laughs> It's like crack. They are pretty fire, man. But I, I, I saw that, and of course, I could not stop laughing because it's like a, that's the most Lou Williams of Lou Williams thing to do. He stopped that Magic City, then he goes, "Everybody knows that's my favorite restaurant." <laughs> and Atlanta's n- known for for their food spots. Yeah. Man, so for Atlanta's you to even phenomenal. you know for for you to even say anything like that is is crazy. I love Atlanta. Listen, shout out Busy B Cafe. Oh, so food in Atlanta. Oh my God, I love Atlanta. But anyway, so that's not even my favorite Lou Williams story. I'll give him some positive notes here, man. Uh, have you ever heard of Lou Williams getting robbed story? No. So Lou Williams, <laughs> uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe 10 years ago. Lou Williams is at a light in Philadelphia. He's playing for the Sixers at the time. So he's in the hood. Uh, he, he still spent a lot of time in the hood there. He, uh, I guess he said he was buddies with Meek Mill, the rapper. Is he from Philly? I don't know if he's from Philly, but he spent a lot of time in Philly. But I'm not sure if he's from there. Maybe he is. But evidently he spent a lot of time in philly with meek and they would they would do things like give away like they would go on their own dime before they were rich before meek was meek and um they said they would buy out like burlington coat factory and fill a u-haul up with coats and literally go to the hood um and find like homeless people and just give out coats and stuff and and i I guess so did a lot of cool stuff in philadelphia Mm -hmm. right so he's in Philadelphia one day. He leaves his barbershop in the hood. He's waiting at a light. I guess he had security detail with him. The security detail sees him, goes, hey, you're good. And he's like, yeah, I'm just heading home. And the security detail takes off and goes, all right, cool. I'm going home. They're in a separate car. Immediately after, a guy walks up to his window and taps his glass, brandishing a gun, and is robbing him. And then the guy realizes it's Lou Williams and goes, oh, Lou, oh, I can't even do that to you, man. And he goes, so he's being robbed. <laughs> He, and I guess Lou Williams is like, what is going on? So the guy's like sitting there going to rob him. He said he lowered the window. The guy's like, oh, man, you do so much in this community. I can't rob you. I can't do you like that. Like, you've done so much. And the guy goes, man, I just got out of jail. The only thing I have is his gun. I'm hungry. And then, so the guy's going in, telling him a sob story. And Lou goes, um, and I guess there's a McDonald's like in the corner or something. And Lou goes, go to that McDonald's. I'm going to make a U-turn and I'm going to park and and I'll buy you whatever you want. Let's, let's chop it up. So he pulls into the McDonald's and sits down with this guy that's about that was gonna rob him and they chop it up for a few hours he says they have a meal he's like wow. i buy him whatever and they talk and the guy's telling him about you know whatever way it found through and i go that is the craziest turn of a story that i've ever heard of someone getting robbed and he goes and it turns into you having dinner oh and by the way it's christmas eve so he's doing this on oh, christmas wow. eve with this guy um but I remember, i've always heard that story about lou williams and i thought it was like the coolest story ever because you go hey for lou williams to go hey like pull over there like I, he could have just been like, all right, cool, man. Like, uh, thanks for not shooting me. I got places to be. Like, just rolled off or just give him whatever you want. Like, you want money? Like, here's money. I mean, you're Lou Williams. Yeah, you, right. You jewelry? Like, okay. But um, I, I always thought that was really cool, man. And then how he went in and talked to the guy. I mean, who knows where that guy is now, right? Maybe he robbed a few people after that, but still. <laughs> he robbed them on a full stomach. <laughs> Yeah, Lou might have did us a disservice because now this guy was at full strength. Well, at, at least he was hungry and weak. Before. He took him off the streets for a couple of hours to <laughs> chop it up. That's true. I, th- I was thinking this whole time that you're going to be like, Lou gave him a coat and let him go. <laughs> Can you imagine that's how that story is? So Lou, remember, he had an extra coat in his trunk. <laughs> 
you know, you cold, bro. Oh we got coats God. in the back. Dude, you don't see other crazy thing. All right, I got to go back to the strip club thing <laughs> one more time. He loses 150K in salary. So those are $150,000 wings. Oh, he, because he you don't get paid the, the two because you're missing those two games. He loses uh, 150K for those two games. I think it's 75K per game that he misses. What? <laughs> I don't care how rich you are. That's a lot of money, man. I, the, if you're Lou Williams and you make 10, 20 mil a year, whatever it is, 150K is a lot of money. To somebody win. was saying, man, and I forget who it was, one of the one of the sports analysts, it might have been Stephen A. He was saying that, like, no way you're keeping these guys in the bubble for that amount of time. I agree. I don't I think these guys, um, I think the difference is, so I think this is happening every day. I think the difference is, is the the um, the ballsiness of losing. Like you go to Magic City, right? Like I think for sure these guys are sneaking people in. I think for sure these guys are sneaking off. But it's Orlando. Like, how much trouble can you get into in Orlando, right? Like, so true. they're probably low key, you know, hanging on doing stuff. I think they're doing it like that. There's and I think there's coaches and, and execs and even the the NBA commissioners got to know like. If LeBron gets caught at Whole Foods down the street, you think you quarantine LeBron for 10 days leading up to the NBA Finals? Zero yeah, chance, no, right? But LeBron's probably going to be smart enough. Like, I'm not going to go anywhere where they can take a photo of me right. at a place where people are going to go, you're at a strip joint? Like, you know, LeBron will be the one that gets caught at like a a, a, mus- a cryogenic chamber somewhere. <laughs> and you're like, you couldn't get them to bring it in? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Well, yeah, at least the NBA is doing it. They, they're, they're trying to do it right. Yeah. On the flip side, MLB started this week, and they've already canceled a couple of series, right? I think the Marlins, yep. a couple, a bunch of guys. The entire, positive. or I shouldn't say entire, but like half of them. It's Wasn't 14 like, people. It's like, I was, was going to say 12. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's 14. It's, yeah, you might be right. It, it's close to that. Um, but so they, so they just played the Philly. Philadelphia Phillies, yep. whose next series is with the Yankees. So that so that's, that's canceled. postponed. Yep. Yep. So the, or or postponed. Yep. But you figure with this shortened season, like when are you making up games? Double headers, double triple. Nah, yeah, I, this yes. one, I guess you could do triples, right? No fans. You don't have to worry about the logistics of that. Makes Dude, it so, easier. So with the no fans, man, like who's getting, who's getting those balls? Like who's getting the, <laughs> right? Like workers. Think, Dude, think about think about the the like the history making plays, the history making home runs, right? Those balls, the, the players are probably ecstatic. They, yeah, they go like, yo, I get to keep those yeah, balls. Before that, you used to have to negotiate with people. Yep. To do that. Like, I'm going to give you six signed jerseys, a bat, another ball, this, this, and now, and every once in a while, you run into a fan who was like, nah, this is home run num- number whatever. It's historic. Nope. That's not enough. Um, but yeah, you're right, man. And I wonder if these teams just take them and it's, you sell them as memorabilia. Hey, I got a home run ball from 2020 that John Carlos. Oh, and, and what do you think about that, right? You start selling it's these like, as authenticated. It's like opening day, yeah. John, John Carlo, which home run. Jesus Christ, I don't know if that ball's in one piece. Did you see the one he hit out yeah. of the park on opening day? Oh my God, man. He looks, <laughs> listen, he looks, John Carlo, he looks great. And, yeah, he, he looks the, and the weird thing is, is he looks slim. So normally you would think he'd look mad. Now he does look taller, which is weird. But uh, maybe his cleats are just it's really the optics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The no fans just make him look bigger. But the he looked phenomenal. And, but anyway, yeah, the, the the baseball. So how how long can you get away with this, right? Because now it's every point of contact. Like why I thought. So I didn't realize that they weren't in a bubble type situation. Well, no, they're not. Right? They're actually traveling. They're traveling. Yeah. Which, which is, you know, like Toronto. I don't know if we touched on this last week or not, man. Toronto can't find a home. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. No. I didn't even know the Blue Jays still, or Toronto still had a baseball team. 
<laughs> I really did it, man. I think I tweeted something like that. It wow. wasn't a joke. And so you text me. I went, no, those guys moved a long time ago. But you know who I was thinking of? Montreal Expos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot Toronto had a baseball. That's right. Montreal is now the Nationals. Yes. Right? They, they became yes, the yes, Nationals. yes, 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 yes. Um, no, but but Toronto, actually, I went to I went to Canada. Was it last year? No, two years ago. Um, walked by, walked walked through that city. That's an amazing city. Um, and no, the, the like the the fan base there for for them it was alive and well, man. Really? Yeah, but Toronto. But because like Canada was like, no, you you guys are you guys are traveling. It's you're not coming up here. Oh, that's right. Because so their concern was they're always in other cities and then they're well, coming no, back. they're always in U.S. They're cities. Always in the U.S. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, the U.S. is banned from everything. everything. I know. There's, yeah, good thing you put up that wall. <laughs> Keep us all in here. <laughs> But dude, there's like you look at the map at all the countries have opened and they're like, but not to the US. It's like right. It's insane. There's like there's like three countries that let us in and they're all countries that we're like actively blowing up right now. So, <laughs> so they're like these weird Middle Eastern countries you've never heard of. You're like you're like, of course we're allowed in there. There's like an entire we're when they're setting off bombs right now. <laughs> but no, like so. So I say Toronto. I think they found a home in in Buffalo. I want to say it's like what they do. What they might do their spring training. Okay. Well, I guess I, there's no fans, so it really doesn't I matter. I could be wrong. I could be wrong about that, but yeah. Um, but no, the 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 teams are traveling. They do so spring training. Hold on. They I do spring training so, in Buffalo. Bro, I think. How I could be, cold is it in Canada that you go? We gotta go to Buffalo for some warm weather. <laughs> That's probably wrong, bro. Yeah, you're right. That gotta be wrong. Yo, it would be better up, though. Hit us up in the comments. That's funny as hell. <laughs> Hit us up in the comments. They probably do spring training down here somewhere like we, everybody we else. We gotta head south. Let's go to Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 10 degree difference. They only got 10 feet of snow. They only got not 15. <laughs> <laughs> Fielding ground balls and 10 feet of snow. <laughs> yeah, did you see um, um, Dr. Fauci threw out the first pitch? Was it a? Oh, it was the Nationals game. It was the Nationals. It was the Yankees. Right, Nationals. Nationals. Yeah, 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 it was right. the Nationals game, dude. That was this dude. He is now up there with like the Baba Booies, the Fifty Cent. Oh, Fifty um, Cent. <laughs> oh man. It. I don't know if it's. It, this is pretty. Just this was a pickoff throw to first. It wasn't even the first. <laughs> it wasn't even a pitch. Yeah, but have you ever seen um um. Baba Bui, which is Gary Delabate, yeah. right? That's Howard Stern's like producer. He went out there and he's a big like long or lifetime Mets fan. They let him. They let him throughout the first pitch. I think I, I, I want to say like if you had to rank them, his is probably the worst of all. Baba, Bu- I'm trying to remember, man. It's, I can't. Dude, you think fifties is? It, it's worse it than fifties, but but further, like, further. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now I got it. I don't remember. I remember it being bad. I just don't remember like the visual of it. I can't. I can't. Like pull it up, yeah. I gotta say he's gotta be there now, like and like the top fifty like through the, the first three. base. Like fifties was horrible. No, but fifties hurt more because he's athletic. I honestly, Fauci made me feel good because I said if if you if he would have been athletic, I'd be like, nope, not nerdy enough. Like, I, and you're working on the vaccine right now. I'm like, nope, get him out, get him out. <laughs> I need I need someone out there that can't, that can't throw a ball six feet. Nope, I don't. <laughs> I saw I saw that Trump was um like practicing because he's supposed to throw out a pitch in in some game in august which i think he he canceled but i but i saw you know he oh, was, did he can he was throwing out the yankees opening day yankee stadium that's he trump was throwing out the first oh so is that the first one is in august i think so um i think it's, i think uh, yeah i think it wasn't i think it, it is because yankees. i think they were supposed to be in philly and so then i think yeah they opened this weekend 
in the Bronx. And so he was supposed to throw out, I think it was Saturday, he was supposed to throw out the first pitch of yeah, the Yankees no, he's opener. Not, he's not going. He's not going anymore? Ho- you know, hopefully he's not going because he goes, oh, I got more, I got better shit to do. Not Trump, dude. <laughs> I, dude, that guy, you knew for like an hour or two. And he's a New Yorker, day, right? He's a New Yorker, and he's throwing. You know he's practicing. He's got some guy out there on his staff with a glove on, and he's out in the, in the probably in the hallways. He's like, I'm not pulling the Fauci. No, and you know he's going to clown him <laughs> if he hasn't already. I haven't seen it. Oh, my God. I would I would love to see what that's like of him throwing and, and him probably going, put a tape delay on that. If I don't make it, don't air it. <laughs> Yo, but speaking of Fauci, man, um, this the the whole covid like there's a vaccine bro they're they're testing a vaccine they're in like phase three of this testing quick how Dude. fast unless well i mean i guess this thing has people have known about it right for a while so but it, it's still pretty fast by a vaccine are you taking it if, if it comes out two months from now well well here's the deal so they're, they're supposed to not be available until like early next year um, but they're saying, or or they're saying, essentially, if tests go well, then by spring of next year, if you want it, you can have it. So again, if if everything is is continues to go as it's going now, um, and and with the tests and so everything, less than eighteen months to develop. Which uh, I don't know the science behind this, but you would think it's like developing any other vaccine flu vaccine maybe except that you're you need a different virus and you have to target it i don't know I don't, i'm i'm a yeah, I, moron I so i don't know i don't know if i'm taking it right then i i may i may wait you know i may wait as, wait six months you know this may be like a uh like a i am legend yes it, yeah it will be the last man <laughs> listen i want to see somebody pregnant take it and then i want to see what their kid turns out like like uh as an like if their kids got a couple extra things you know what's bad man is that a lot of these things when you know, when it when it's new, like you don't know for quite some time, and by the time yeah. you, and by the time you know, there's quite a few folks affected, and with this pandemic, there's gonna be like if something is is astray with the vaccine, there's gonna be a lot it's, of people affected. It, yeah, but then so there is gonna be a, a downside, right? Like like ev- anything, everything medical has like a side effect, right? So what do, what are you willing to put up with? Yeah, what are we willing to give up? Anal bleeding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. What 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 where's the line? Cause like I never get listen, I based on the the drug commercials that are on TV now and have been for, for many years, when they go through like you know, they they, they paint the, the picture, this beautiful picture of what your you know, what your life could be like. Let's say you're dealing with like psoriasis, right? So they paint this beautiful picture of like you you not trying to cover up anymore because your skin looks better. Yeah. Then at the very end of the commercial they go, causes and it's just like a list of a hundred things and then not limited to death. Yeah, no. <laughs> dude, I, it's insane. Like you everything, you might die from this. But guess what? It's very. You can wear short sleeve shirts. You can. <laughs> it's so true, dude. I have this bit that I do that's uh, uh about a um um I, I got put on like a uh it was like a pain med. I was having back pain, right? And then I remember the I, I looked up the med and it's an antidepressant and I'm like, that's kind of odd. <laughs> and I tell the doc, I'm like, hey man, I'm not sad, my back hurts. And he 
he goes, no, you know, whatever. It's one of these ancillary things. And I'm like, well, what's the side effect? He's like, well, the half-life is anywhere from 12 to 24 hours. I'm like, that's not a pill, dude. That's a lifestyle. Like, <laughs> you, you're basically changing my entire way of life. And he's like, well, you know, just try it if you don't like it. You know, whatever. Or start right. with half a pill. Whatever. Usual thing, right? Dude, this shit works too good. Like, I couldn't. So you take it. And he's right. I slept like a baby. I couldn't feel any back pain. I also couldn't feel anything else like i couldn't be you happy mean, i couldn't be sad oh so like emotions emotionless and pain wise nothing nothing, nothing dude wow. it was the craziest thing and i knew i was fucked up because i went to work one day and we had someone at work who passed away and the first thing that came to my mind was damn they used to bring in bagels <laughs> 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 and, you know you have to have one of those conversations with, with yourself. yourself like yo that's not normal <laughs> Dude, one time man at our former former workplace i had an injury and, <laughs> and i took like an oxycontin or something first time ever i took it and i remember being at my desk and having kind of like one of those moments nobody died or anything but i remember going like man damn this work you know like i don't need to do any of this and then have to have that kind of like catch yourself like whoa dude like this is not that's normal not yeah that's right like it's gotta be the pill okay note to self don't take this shit at work ever again yeah it, i yeah like I, so i had to stop because i'm like and the crazy thing is is i had taken it the night before it was only like five milligrams dude Oh wow! And it was so literally did you, did I'm you a cut zombie. It in half? No, I so took, took the whole, whole five milligram. I'm like a zombie. The like, it's I I can't even explain it, dude. But it's like I literally can't be happy or sad or anything like that. I mean, it's nice, but, but I remember. And listen, I have a messed up sense of humor. So who's to say that wouldn't have been my thought anyway? But I just remember at the time looking at everybody around me. People are like crying. You know, they're telling me the story, and I can't even muster up fake like. Oh, damn, like, that's sad. Like, in my mind, like, I, I probably had, like, a stoic look on my face, but in my head, I'm legit going, like, fuck, man, those, who gets bagels? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's wild, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, but no, man, but going back to the back to, back to the COVID thing, man, like, so they, you know, the, the vaccine that they're saying by next spring, anybody who wants it, um, but they're also, man, uh, there's some other universities that's doing some cool stuff. Like University of Pennsylvania is actually training Labrador retrievers to sniff it out. Yeah, dude. So, like, you know, now we're like, you know, it's like temperature checks. And obviously there's the, the, the real the real test, the swabs for the test or what have you. Imagine you walking in but somewhere you, in dog. Yeah, dude. No, so so they're, they're saying that, like, if this goes well. Within the next six months, um, in airports and possibly in train stations, you may be seeing dogs, like, like COVID sn- sniffing like dogs. COVID sniffing dogs. Now, now, you know, dogs have been known to like they, they've been not been known. They've been trained to sniff out um, different types of cancers. Yeah. Um, like uh, even like uh, for like diabetes patients, if you get a if, if there's like a spike in the blood sugar, they can sniff that shit out. So I mean, their noses are like. A million times more than, and I just made that. I made I that number they can up. Sense but it's, the the chemical change in your body. I so I, I'm I guessing don't like know. your secretions from that's so odd. I the I'm, I'm just trying to picture like a drug smuggler, and then he gets caught because he's got COVID. He got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I had my shit in the coffee can. Yeah. <laughs> they told me, like he goes <laughs> off. 
And the, and then he like you know Juan the, Carlo and them told me <laughs> if I put it in the coffee cans. Then the dog can't smith. Can you imagine you're at the airport train station and the dog goes ape, right? And then you're and you're like, you don't know, right, why the dog's going ape, and you just give yourself up and they're like, no nah, man, you got COVID. You got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and you done unloaded all the weed you had on top of you. <laughs> Dude, how wild is that? Dude, I, and you know what's crazy? I don't listen, I, I don't know what the answer is. Again, I'm a moron, but we clearly don't take this COVID thing as serious. We have 4% or 4.5%, something like that, of the world population. We have a quarter of the COVID cases worldwide. Yeah. It's insane. Like the And then the people with the masks thing, like I just don't get it. I don't get it either. I'm like, you, have, you wear a shirt, you wear shoes, no problem. And they go, worst case scenario, by wearing a mask, you're uncomfortable. Worst case, the other side, regardless of how you think about the numbers or the chance of you getting a chance of you dying, either way, worst case scenario, you or somebody you know dies. Dude. Seems like an easy choice. I, I don't know, man. But we politicize everything, and somehow it's become political. I don't yeah, even know yeah, how that's a that thing. Either. Well, I mean, like, you know, like the 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 president has come out and, and and he's like, he he has the opinion that things should be open sooner and what have you. And so, if you have people that that believe in what he's saying, and then choosing to ignore the science, which I'm not even saying that the mass is going to prevent it. But it could help, right? Like it's been sure. known for like it could it could help. Is is it going to prevent it one hundred percent? No. But you you should feel confident that as as a human species, we are gonna find the the not maybe not not, not the cure, but we're gonna find a vaccine. We're gonna find something to 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 combat this. So for this short period of time. Wear the damn mask. Yeah, like I don't get it, man. Like you, yeah, it's just so bizarre. Like you wear a seatbelt. You do all this stuff. Like, it's just so strange to me. And then it's hilarious to see the same narrative that we used to have for when establishments used to turn people away because of a, a, whether it was their sexual orientation or race or whatever. And people were like, oh, that's their business. They're allowed to make that choice. Those same people now are going, I'm not going to wear a mask. It's unconstitutional. And they're complaining about the businesses making them wear masks. It's like, oh, what happened? What happened to that energy you had before where you said, oh, it's their business. They should be allowed to do whatever yeah. they want. It's like, no, nah, I want that same energy you had back then. Do you know what's the best thing that, I, that I've seen so far? with the masks <clears throat> so that, so there's a baseball game that goes on that went on these past couple of days and it was the pirates and somebody else anyway so the manager is arguing uh, a strike call from the dugout this has got to be great right you know? so the umpire throws him out so what normally happens oh the, the guy I, comes out i'm gonna get my money's worth so and, <laughs> right so they come out and they're normally face to face and they're shouting and little pieces of spit are going back and forth and, did he take the mask off and, and shout at him? no bro so so what happens Damn is it. this guy so he the umpire throws him out so so right now the the the, the picture is umpire has no mask or has his mask pulled down manager has his mask pulled down he gets thrown out manager gets up to come out and fight with him, puts his mask on. <laughs> the umpire puts his mask on. And then they, and they get start about, going at it. Then they get about six feet apart and start arguing. That's a civil, <laughs> that's a civil socially distant disagreement. I love that. And they just go at it. Because so that's yeah. fantastic. I think they got a little bit closer than six feet, but you know normally they're like in each other's face and it is it's really yeah. in like like an intense moment it's the where the best part about baseball. Yeah, like like if you don't watch baseball um and you see this happening, you you, you go, Oh, these guys are gonna fight. Yeah. Right? But it, it, and it never it never happens, yeah. right? But um but these guys, man, like they 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 put the mat I mean they 
they did the whole social distancing. They put the mask on. So it was really funny to watch, man. Like, so even a manager who's pissed at a guy can care enough about him to go, let me put my mask on. And then I'll ream you, but I'm going to put on a mask. I don't want you to die. I just want you to hear my point on this whole thing. So even, dude, <laughs> the whole thing is wild, man. I, yeah, I don't get it, man. The, the mask thing has just become so so crazy. And now the, the, the White House has changed its tune. So now they're wearing masks all the time. And they're like, oh, masks are good and so you know you now that means that people start getting on board with it uh and i'm sure some of that is in an attempt at gaining some votes but um well you figure somebody right somebody in his in his and his team goes all right man like you're this is not the popular thing to do you need to get on board with the mask thing like especially because of the numbers are climbing so this week i think florida was it you know the headline said new york i'm sorry florida passed new york in number of cases but then when I did some research on it, they were, I think they were splitting out like New York City and yes. New York State. Yes, yeah, yeah. So we're still, I think we're still like, we're like number three. I think in it's California. California is it's number now, yeah. one. Um, New York's number two. Florida's number three. Um, but still, man, no, no one is even close to touching New York with the number of deaths. No. Like they have 30-something thousand deaths. And a lot of that was linked to obesity. And then you have to figure a lot of that is linked to... And this is a guess here again. I'm not a doctor, but quality of air in New York, like if this is disease attacks because it was new. It's new. Well, but you would think that there's something if they're saying that there's obviously all these pre-existing conditions, right? If you're oh, you're diabetic, saying that maybe they didn't die from that. No, like they died from COVID, but maybe because of the the beating your lungs take in New York City, right? You're around all that pollution. It's a densely populated area. You're constantly in these subways that smell yeah. like crap. All this stuff so like really, that. you died of obesity, but you happen to have COVID. You happen to have COVID. And they blame it on COVID. Which is crazy because I wonder if, um, so this is one of those things, right? Like o- obesity for a lot of us, like we we don't take it too serious because it takes a long time to kill you, right? So we're 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 a very much a, a species that's like, I, I want immediate gratification, good or bad, right? So unless being fat kills me right then and there, we go, eh, it's going to take a while. Like we'll, we'll go to it, right? Now that this happens, if they go, if you're 20 pounds overweight your your chances of dying from this go up exponentially does this spark people then to lose weight i don't know dude i'll tell you what man and i don't know if it's just from being you know from 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 being um quarantined in the house but even in my neighborhood dude i've over the years so i've i've, I've had dogs for 20 years and i've walked my dogs every day more people now are outside walking. It's because they're they have cabin fever, man. It could be that. Yeah. But remember, but but let me tell you this: it's seven a.m. So you have cabin fever that much at seven a.m. that you want to get up and do that? I, I think not. <sighs> or you don't have a job. Why you up at seven a.m.? <laughs> you up at seven a.m. because you yeah. you ain't got nothing else to do. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. You. you I, I do think, think this sparking people. Yeah, you're right. Because even in 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 my neighborhood, we um. First off, uh, I live in a neighborhood that's mostly retired people, and I assume no one my age or younger lived here. And I'm seeing a lot of people now walking around that I'm like, oh, actually, they're about my age or there's kids. or So it's really interesting because you're right. I think a lot of people come out now. And I know part of it is they just need to get out of the house. But the other part of it, I'm sure, is it's exercise. You can't go to the gym. You can't do anything anymore. And maybe they're going, oh, crap, I better get myself in shape. And look at this Yeah, because I think that some of the early things were saying... Um, that if you were in shape, right, or, or actually the opposite, right? Like if you weren't in shape, if you were overweight, like all of these, th- all of these factors um, could contribute to you dying from COVID. Yeah, yeah, because if you look at all these, um, so all these pro athletes, right, people who are in shape, a lot of them have tested. You know, like University of was it Texas football team, University of Oklahoma. Most of those guys tested positive, zero deaths. 
Um, and most of them said they were asymptomatic. Um, the, the the Phillies, it'll be interesting to see how that happens. But you figure 14 people tested positive. Again, most of them, no clue. So there is something to the shape that you're in, right? And not having a pre-existing condition where you go, I don't well, know. Well, I mean, it, it, it attacks the lungs, right? Yeah. So if you, if, you are, if you have healthy lungs, then... So I wonder if are. this sparks people to change that. And, and I don't know, like, you know, I think we're very much a, a once this is behind us, we'll revert back, right? Because we'll forget what it was like. But I'm sure for some people it'll change them. But for the majority, everybody will go back to business as usual. You know, the um, to, to whatever the healthy or non-healthy habits they had before. Um, I don't have the healthiest nah, man, it's, habits it's, right now, so and, and, and it's hard, right? It's hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you and I have have done diets over the over the years, you know. When I mean, I've I've gotten I've gotten heavy at at, at one point. I'm down to to uh, to what I deem to be a good weight. Um, but I have seen not only the people out in the street, but I've seen I've seen folks like on um, like on social media, even friends of ours. Um, the, one one of the dudes that listens to the show, Angel. Shout out to Angel. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I know he's doing like a like a seventy five yeah, day, a seventy five day like, it, and he's and it's and it's. I, I read a little bit about it, and it was like, you work out like twice a day. Yeah, and there's not really a limit. One of them has to be outside. Um, you follow some diet, so it's not really that strict about what you have to eat and what you don't have to eat. Um, but just you know, somebody you read a book and then it's like a lifestyle right. change. It's basically changing your life for seventy five days. You change yeah, all you these figure, habits. You it only good takes habits. you right. It takes you what three weeks to develop to develop a good habit. A good habit. Yeah. So yeah, he's know. at it hard, man. Uh, I talked to him uh, actually before I went on vacation. We hung out and um, he's in it, man. And Angel Angel's lost a ton of weight on doing that stuff and uh, obviously just working out hard and stuff. But like I said, yeah, shout out to him, man. He listens all the time and he's stuff. But he's been on it hard, man, like really hard. And he's super disciplined about that stuff. But he'll, you know, he'll tell you it's not easy. But once you get in it, man, you just some mindset, man. It's the mindset. Focus, it's the mindset, man. That's 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 what it is for most of us. How long this whole COVID thing, like? I don't know about you, but I watch movies or shows now, and it's weird to see how quickly our minds have shifted. If I see people hugging or shaking hands, I, I'm like, oh, my God, Like, did they just touch? Like, it's really bizarre. Like, for a split second, I go, oh, my God, they're touching each other. Like, it's really weird how our minds have shifted yep. so fast. So, like, dude, now that you said that, so and staying with sports, so we say, right, NBA is doing the bubble thing and 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 they're doing you know they're they're doing pretty good with that mm-hmm. mlb they're kind of falling off the wagon something's not right maybe it's the traveling you know that could have something to do with it i don't know when nfl starts and those guys the game is in qu- close quarters yeah what do you what do you do with that so they developed i saw face masks uh, that go on the helmets. They developed these special, I think Oakley or Under Armour, one of these companies developed a face shield that's for NFL players specifically. Okay. Um, Is it just I, like a plastic face shield? It's, yeah, like it's something. Before, like, yeah. like tinted ones? Yeah, so it's like a tinted and then there's a there's a bottom piece now over your mouth and it has kind of these these filters, these vents in it. Like okay. uh, uh, I'm going to assume that the way they're pointed and all that leads to you not being able to pull in. I don't know, but so they've supposedly designed this face shield. Now, whether or not that's mandatory, it's a question. It the has NFL, to be. You would think. But the it NFL, man, I, I, listen, I, the NFL had the advantage of time on their hands when this all happened, right? They had six months to figure it out, and it seems like they had zero plan. Like, they're, they were on the heels of starting the season a couple weeks ago, and the players were like, yeah, we, don't, we haven't been told anything. We don't know 
is it a full camp? Is it preseason? No preseason. Like they, they were almost the most disorganized, but they had the most amount of time. I don't understand how that happens. Um, I, and then do you do a bubble scenario for the NFL or, or I think so I, to me, I say no, because the MLB is doing it this way and the NFL only has to travel. You think you have eight away games. Yeah. Um, so I, maybe if you do the whole testing protocol and you're really strict with that and you keep it going and you go, man, we're really, maybe we do, uh, games without fans, but we're willing to risk the travel. I, I think MLB is going to be a big uh, thing on that. Like MLB, you give them a month and I think it gives, so the, the NFL starts what's mid September. So you figure maybe they'll give it three, four weeks of major league baseball, seeing how, you know, because this Phillies thing, it, it, it didn't just impact them. Right. So because they're all positive right. now, there's like four or five teams, right. It's proximity it's four teams right now who, yeah. who were impacted by this. And you go, at, at what point do, do you end up, do you end up pulling in replacement players to play? Like, I don't understand, like, how do you, do you pause it for two weeks now? Because we're saying you could potentially not show symptoms for two weeks. So you keep testing people for two weeks and then resuming their games. Like, how far back are you willing to push? Then do you have triple headers for a week in a row or something to catch? Like, I don't, it just I don't seems, know how I don't know that. what the plan is. Yeah, it just seems really bizarre. Are you playing baseball in December this year because you had to push this back? And in reality, like, you know, baseball is not a contact sport. Now, granted, you don't need to be in direct contact to to get it, but it just seems like it should be something that's easy to avoid. And what, so this is Philadelphia, right? That they they all tested? No, it was um. It oh, was, the Marlins. Uh, it was the Marlins. Of course, of course. It was Florida. In Miami, man. Miami, man. That's right. You know, one in one in three is positive that's, down there. Yep. Right. I th- I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, like something wild like something that. Like Listen, Miami's a different country, bro. <laughs> I don't even count Miami as part of Florida or America. Miami's its own thing. Miami's is like New Orleans. That's its own thing. You going to Florida? Nah, I'm going to Miami. Going to Miami. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Honestly, again, man, can we just take the Marlins out for the season? No one's going to realize that the Marlins are missing for the rest of the season. I say that about everybody, though, and except for the Yankees. Except for the Yankees. No, but there's teams that matter. Like, I think there are teams that are competitive, that have a shot, that matter. I think... The Marlins, I thought, would change their perception a little bit when Jeter bought him, but it, it, I almost forget that he even owns him. So it's like, or that he's part of the ownership team because he doesn't own a big chunk of it, I don't think. But I don't think so either. I think it's just a face. Yeah, he's just like a face. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Nah, it's too hot in Miami to play baseball, man. I it's to be outdoors and all that. That's Yeah. I don't know, man. How we doing on time, bro? It's, I mean, we're just over the hour. Uh, I'm going to touch on one last thing here, man, yeah. before we go. So I think... Dude, the uh, did you hear the story about uh so you heard, you saw Tesla is opening the largest uh car factory uh, or manufacturing plant in tech they're, they're moving to Texas so they're moving oh, they're, they're building this massive uh just outside of Austin I think Don't they have a really massive facility already? Oh they're saying this one's going to be even bigger. It's going to be the largest car manufacturing facility in North America. Okay. Um so they're going there and now there's been a rumor circulating that Joe Rogan uh, who just got that big deal, who lives in California, is also considering a move to Texas. Now, Joe Rogan just got $100 million. I immediately go to, that's a tax play. because Oh, yeah, because Florida and Texas. Texas, no state, no tax. state tax. Yeah, right? Nevada, Tennessee. There's a, there's a handful there's a of states with no yeah. state tax. But just in state tax, so I did the math. His deal is rumored to be 100 mil. Right. Rumored, who knows? It's probably more, but let's just say it's 100 mil. In state tax alone, he saves thirteen million by moving. So where was he? Was he in Cali? He's in L.A. 
Uh, oh, oh my God, yeah. So the astronomical tax rates, which is why the poverty level there is so high, which is why their homeless population is so high, which is, I don't understand how anyone can live. I mean, you know, California is beautiful, but who can afford to live there anymore is beyond me, right? And then now you get, I think, you get someone like Elon Musk who's already in California who instead of expanding there just said, I'm out. Nah, I'm out. I, I wonder... Like it got me thinking. Just I don't think this is COVID related. I think this is more of a, a of an economics thing. Where if you're Joe Rogan, obviously there's upsides to living in Texas and not LA. It's probably better to raise your kids in Dallas or Austin than it is to raise them in LA. It's probably um, you get more space, right? You get more bang for your buck as far as property goes. But again, man, I don't care if you have a hundred million dollars. Giving away thirteen of that. I don't care if you got a hundred thousand. Is rough. Yeah. And you gotta give away thirteen grand of that. Listen, I I have a little heart attack every time I look at my federal taxes now. So can you imagine on top of that with they have to pay the state tax? So in state tax alone, he's given up thirteen million dollars of that hundred mil. That's insane to me. And I think what's gonna happen, so you look at places like New York and LA where it's so expensive to live, and really it's one of the few places where you're paying for what you get outside. You're not paying for the actual property, right? Like in New York, you pay an astronomical rate for an apartment, but you're paying for what's outside of the apartment. It's like one of the few places, right, that, that you go, oh, I'm not paying for the actual because it's a shithole, but you're going to pay out through the nose for it because you're surrounded by X. Does COVID change now where people want to live because and where they're willing to spend that type of money? So like, I think if, if you're in New York now, and you're, say, mid-40s, maybe maybe even mid-30s, and you have a family, do you just go, nah, I'm going out to Long Island, or I'm going to Jersey, and maybe I'll commute to work in a city, or if I have the means, just move out altogether, because you go, I don't want to live in this densely populated area. I'm now giving up a ton of money, but I can't even go out anymore. So right. what's the purpose so what's of that? The, because I'm paying for the outside, right? Yeah, Not inside. So how does this change now? I wonder, like, it's going to be interesting to see how does it change the real estate market in New York? And then I think you'll get an influx of young people in New York again, where New York will be like hipster town, kind of like what Brooklyn has become, where you get all these people now who can afford to live in New York because obviously people flooding out drops property values down. But I, I, I'm just fascinated to see like the effects of this are going to are going to go on for the next you know decade, because I think for sure there are people going, I don't want to live in a city this densely populated. I don't want to live in an L.A. I don't want to live in a New York. I don't want to live in, in maybe a Seattle. I don't want to live in anywhere where, they're, where they've been hit hard and there's a mass population. Miami, right? Miami, mass population, very close together. Uh, I wonder, and, and at least with Miami, you can live in the suburbs and you get bang for your buck as far as uh, property goes. But all these other places, you're paying for the outside. So if I can't go outside... Be, or because I'm afraid to, or I don't want to risk it. And does yeah, that I mean, and, and then even you know now with 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 COVID as well, um, it's brought on a lot of folks uh, being able to work remotely. Yeah. And so now, if you can work remotely now, where you have been, you've been sort of stuck where you are because, or or I say I say that stuck with quote unquote right because no one is really stuck, but you're stuck there because you have this job and and and, and you don't want to leave it. Now you're able to work remotely. Now you can work from anywhere. I mean, now you know. I would think that this would be the time to 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 make those jumps. Those jumps, and I mean, I have I have a family in New York that that you know have that that have apartments, and they're always looking elsewhere because they're going, man. Like I, you know, I just visited, you know, whether it's I wouldn't say no major city, but like I visited somewhere in Virginia, or I went to Florida, or you know, what have you, just another state, and they go. Oh my God, like for the money that I'm paying for my apartment, 
I could have like this good sized house and actually be a homeowner and own property and have that American dream, right? Where if you if I if I stay in New York, the chances of me buying another small apartment that's going to cost me an arm and a leg, you know, it's just it's it's just a, uh, it's it's a good time, like I said, for for those folks to to reflect on really where they're at, you know, what they're doing for a living, and where do you want to live? Because if you want to make a jump and you have the means. Now, now's the time oh yeah 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 now's the time real estate's gonna be good to scoop up and then it makes you wonder in new york how many people scoop up property there you know whether it's businesses whether it's investors just start scooping stuff out that people start leaving um because i do think there's going to be some kind of exodus from new york for sure and, and la and places like that because again i also don't get why people there um i mean well even trump right even trump it, trump's home is florida and that's Taxes. most certainly a tax play. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to keep paying that in these states that they charge this ridiculous amount of tax already? So yeah, it's been fascinating to see, man. I think um, a lot of people are willing to put up with it because of, again, because of what you get outside. Um, but once you strip that away now, does it become a lot less attractive and you're paying all this extra money? So be fascinating to see, man. Yeah, man. See. Cool. We'll tell. Cool, cool, man. Shout out to you guys uh, for listening. Uh, you know, catch us on uh, on Instagram at the Carbon Footprint um, YouTube channel at the Carbon Footprint Podcast, and uh, I'm at Juan on stage on Twitter, at Juan on stage on Instagram. Uh, you know, add us there. Thank you guys for listening, uh, Sean. Where, where are you at, man? Listen, I'm all over, but I'm, I'm never on it. Hit us up at, at the Carbon <laughs> Footprint on um, on Instagram you know we watched that he and I Juan and I both we watched that thing constantly and, and love to hear from you guys and, and you know when 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 we actually see things see posts from you guys that you know we try to re- we, we respond to everything yeah so um, that's a really the place to, to, to find us so um, again thank you for listening and um, hit us up let us know alright see you next week guys peace, peace.